everyone. Thanks for listening and welcome to another episode of Drone Chat, brought to you by Safe Droning Australia, your online safety equipment store. Find us at safedroningaustralia.com.au. I'm about to have a chat with Phil Dunbabin. Now, Phil's got his own business and uh, he's into UAVs, but he's also giving back to the UAV community in an interesting way. So let's have a chat to Phil and find out about it. How you going, Phil? Good, Shane. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm really good, thanks. And thanks for your time today. Much appreciated. No worries. Anytime. Tell us a little bit about you and how you got involved with UAVs. Well, initially, uh, Shane, um, I'd been in the uh, involved in RC for well over 40 years. Uh, my father was a RC instructor down at a local flying field, so I used to go down there and fly with him and watch him uh, train the people on the planes and the helicopters. And moving forward, um, I'd always been into tech and IT as a profession. And when the drones started coming out, um, decided to fly one, buy one and fly one. So I bought a, a Phantom Vision Plus. And then my mate, uh, Chris Perry, uh, who's also into tech in a pretty big way, we were sitting down one day and he bought himself a, a couple of drones and we decided to go out and fly together. So, and that's really how it started. So I know you're heavily involved with uh, a couple of Facebook groups. Do you want to tell us what those Facebook groups are and why you've, you've started them up? The main reason I started them up was initially I joined some of the larger ones and uh, it was initially, and don't get me wrong, the large ones are fantastic. They, they're run by some fantastic people who, you know, tirelessly go on there day after day. The main reason why I did it was to connect with people. Chris and I were getting sick and tired of each other's faces while we were going out flying. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'd never been on Facebook before. I'd only got on on 2015. Uh, as I said, I joined uh, one drone group. I can't remember what the name was, and uh, I was uh, welcomed automatically. I thought, oh, that's quite nice, a nice feeling to be welcomed on a page. So uh, Chris and I decided to, you know, create a group. So we created Melbourne Drone Flyers, really only thinking we'd get 20, 30, 40 people on. So we get a small group of people online so we could organise times to go out and fly. Um, and it's really just grown from there. Um, at present, we've got 3,241 members in Melbourne Drone Flies. How many members? 3,241. Wow, that's pretty good going, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got some great admins who, once again, tirelessly work their butts off just to maintain their groups. Um, but, no, it's great. We've organised get-togethers on numerous occasions. We've had uh, two events the Great Southern Drone Day last year and another event the previous year through the drone show, which gave to charity. We've given over just under $2,000 to charities. So it's been a great experience, but mainly it's been to grow grow the community in a, in a positive way. So these groups, how many groups, Facebook groups uh, specific to UAVs are you actually involved with? It started with Melbourne Drone Flyers, then... What we found was uh, it was a really good thing not to have advertising on the groups. So then we, we started Melbourne Drone Flyers Buy Sell Group. 
then I got some uh, messages from because Melbourne Drone Flyers isn't only based in Victoria. Anyone in Australia can join, and subsequently, when we've moved on, anyone in New Zealand can join. I received a lot of um, messages, PMs from uh, members asking, uh, "Would I mind creating groups in other states?" So then I started uh, creating other states. So basically, there's a group in every state, including Darwin. Uh, we have buy-sell groups in Sydney, Brisbane and Perth, including Melbourne, of course. So, yeah, uh, in total, we've got just over 10,000 members. Wow, that's a good effort. So basically, y- you have two Facebook groups for a state. One is purely on information and support. Correct. And the other one is if somebody wants to sell something or or promote something, they go to the other site to do that. Correct, correct. There's buy, sell and jobs as well. So if anyone wants to advertise a job, we do allow them in the main group sometimes. But, yes, that's about the size of it. We just got a lot of feedback that we didn't want uh, within the groups any selling of any any goods. We wanted to focus on information, focus on people asking questions, organising places to fly, so you mentioned earlier that um, last year you had um, that that event. Um, yes. Are you having one this year? We're planning on it. Um, it's not going to. If it is, it isn't going to be in the same um, location. But um, we will. Yeah, we are planning on it. It takes quite a few months of organisation and stuff to get together. But I um, can well imagine that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We are planning on doing it. And I suppose the key thing to for all us to, out here to remember is that um, it's all being done by volunteers. Oh, all volunteers, all volunteers. It, um, it, we, it's not a money-making exercise. Oh, not at all. We do... Other than raising funds for a charity. Correct. We do invite sponsors. We'd, we've had some wonderful sponsors over the time um, who have given drones, who have given... Uh, we've even had one sponsor, um, FPV Australia, who gave us a certification last uh, last year. So someone became a, a pilot, a certified pilot out of it, which was fantastic. Now, you mentioned FPV Strat. That would be John Fleming, wouldn't it? That would be, yes. Yeah. He's a top bloke, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was, when I contacted him, I was expecting a you know, $100 donor, uh, $100 voucher, and uh, without even breaking a sweat, he said, I'll give you a certification. So a three thousand uh, dollar course, and that was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. So that person is, is now a certified pilot. Ah, that's so, fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. So, but I mean, the, the purpose of these events is not only to get the people who uh, are into the the standard, you know, you stand DJI drones, but we had a lot of FPV races there. We had a lot of micro races there as well, indoor races. So it was a, you know, a, a full event which was, you know, showcased quite a lot of the drone community. So all the various categories of anybody in piloting a, a remote vehicle or craft. That's correct. Uh, we, we even had a drone that went in water. So I bet that drew a bit of attention. 
It did, but the water was so murky that <laughs> you couldn't see it all that much. Were you sure you would see it, folks? It, it'll yeah. come out in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we've had it the past two years at Lake Dewa um, with the support of the YMCA, who have been absolutely fantastic. They have they have not there's – so, there's, there's been so much assistance from them. Uh, it's been absolutely fantastic. Okay. So do you see that the UAV industry is, is still – expanding and got places to go here in australia oh no doubt no doubt whatsoever i think they do need to get the laws in place people to have confidence in the laws but yeah um it's coming along when i first started with uh and was certified i was certified in 2016 i can't remember exactly how many pilots there were but it has dramatically increased since then the amount of training facilities has increased tenfold. So it's the amount of people who have bought drones is unbelievable. It's unbelievable how many people in Australia, and that's shown in in our groups. We average 40 or 50 people per month joining. When we first started, it, it was nowhere near that. So if someone was thinking of, you know, getting involved in drones because they, they want to set up their drone business, which seems to be the topic of the day on some Facebook groups and promotions that you say, oh, you know, go and get certified and become a drone pilot and have your own business. Have you got any advice for anybody who, who's thinking of doing that? My advice would be get online, do your homework in, in regard to trainers. My, uh, I trained through one trainer and I was brought on by another trainer to evaluate it. So I've got a bit of knowledge in differences in one was a seven-day course uh, and one was a five-day course. My advice is with how much information is conveyed by the trainer to do the five-day course, do the on, not, not the online. They are coming through in the industry. Some people say that there is a, a, a place for them. And there may well be, but from my point of view, there is nothing better than sitting in front of a trainer. Uh, when I would, when I did it, I was out at an airport, and it really showed the connection between the drones, the drone certification, and being part of the aviation industry, which you are. Yeah, I think that's what uh, a lot of people out there tend to forget is that you're not just playing with a remote control toy; you're actually in the space for aviation so you've got to think like an aviator no doubt i mean it'd be a different story if these were just uh sold and you could fly them 100 100 feet up but these things are marketed to fly four and a half kilometers seven kilometers which of course you can't legally fly but if you were to get into that space or get an get a you know a drone failure or whatever that's that's up there oh yeah that's certainly up there and it can easily cause some damage without you even realising it. Yes. Now, I, I tend to agree with you about this. these courses for um, doing online because, I mean, there's all sorts of things that you learn when you do your uh, remote pilot's licence. There's things like reading air charts. Now, reading an air chart and, and learning the language for using a airband radio, for example... Uh, which are quite often uh, included as part of the 
remote pilot's license, you can't do that online. I could not, unless someone who has done it in person and who has a lot of, say, programming experience, who has been able to do create something online, which was so comprehensive, I could not fathom doing it, learning about air charge thoroughly online. I just, it, when I did it, I was mentally tired from it. It was just, yeah, it was so full. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I was the same. I, I came home each night after, because I, did, like you, I did a five-day course uh, in person in the classroom and with, obviously, uh, flying practice out in the, in the field. But uh, when I got home at night, it was, oh, wow, you know, this, this yep. stuff is full. It, it is full on. Yep. Um, and it's not that you can't learn it. It's not that it's impossible to learn. It takes some a little bit more to get their head around it. But it's it's not just something you, you can't just, you know, pick up a PDF file and have a read through it and go, oh, right, now now I can go and fly drones. You know, it's just yep. just not like that. And what I found, I found that I learned just as much from the trainer. Sorry, I learned just as much from the people involved, the other people training as what I did from the trainer because their own experience. Now, quite a lot of people hadn't flown a drone before and even that, you learned what their they thought, what their mentality was towards flying a drone. Some people hadn't taken off before. Some people had. So do you get a really broad spectrum of what to uh, see in the community and what the expectations of the community is, not only from a certified point of view but from a recreational pilot's point of view yeah that's right and i mean it, it, it's the sort of thing too when you think about the dji drones for example i'll, I'll refer to them because they're the ones i'm most familiar with i mean they all but fly themselves really and there are times when uh lose satellite signals and you know if if you're not capable of flying and controlling that aircraft yourself then if it drops a link, uh, you're in you're in a spot of bother. Correct, correct. And that was one thing that we did learn in both courses that we put it in Addy mode. Addy mode basically means that it takes the GPS away from the the drone, so you have to fly it. Yes. Uh, you are you are wind does have an impact on the drone and other factors as well. So you know those sort of things you could not learn. I believe properly from a simulator simulators are good but not from the sake of learning to be certified not at all no no i quite agree so with your facebook groups how how do you see them being important into the future what i've found is a lot of people come into the groups asking questions a lot of them um really like the intimacy of being being welcomed I would hate to think how many people I've welcomed and the other admins for that matter, but it just gives them a, a sense of being part of something. So, yeah, but their main feeling is to come on board and learn not only what the page has to offer, but learn and come on and post their pictures and not be afraid to post. Some people sometimes come on and post their pictures and they don't know if they're legal, if they're illegal. So hopefully we, you know, explain to them if it's a legal shot, um, that sort of thing. Some people are quite 
intimidated to post on these pages because uh, in case they they will be um, persecuted or and that's something within our groups that we we don't stand for at all. Yeah, I mean I think that important point uh, to consider when you're looking at joining one of these groups is that you need to be with the right sort of group. And uh, I've I've followed a couple of your a couple of your groups for a while now, um, and yes, it is it is done in the correct manner. It's you're there to help, not to uh, necessarily criticise. And look, so, sometimes I know I've seen on posts on other Facebook pages photos that you, you know have been taken by a drone, and someone says, "This is I took this with my my Maverick Air," or you know, I'm a, a DJI Phantom Four sort of thing, and you look at it and you go. I'm not sure whether that's legal, but sometimes you know the person who's taken it and then you go, yeah, he would do all the right ticks. But then you realise he's possibly edited the original photo that he took or he's had, a, for example, a zoom lens in the camera and it's been taken from a greater distance than what it appears to in the photo. And I often think sometimes that people who are doing those sort of posts should put that, you know, they've done this and that to the photo so that it clarifies whilst this may appear to the naked eye to be an illegal photograph, it's not because we've cropped it. Correct. I mean, we have policies in all our groups. I mean, we we can't, of course, force people to read the policies, but that is one of our policies that if you are flying in an area that you need approval, state that you have achieved received approval and similarly, if it's been cropped, if it's anything else, just put it in the description. Yes. Um, a lot of people don't, and that's where the admins come in to, to be engaged, to discuss with people who have objected to the, to the post. It, it is purely and simply about education. Yes. And we don't, we don't know everything. We, be it from my point of view, outside of the group, a certified pilot, to my point of view, as a part of the ambient group, we learn from other people. We learn from cert pilots. We learn from rec pilots in the groups, just as much as they learn from us. So, uh, and that's online and in person. Um, that's why I enjoy going out, and meeting, and getting together with a lot of these people because a it's fun, and b you just learn so much from these people. What they've experienced, their settings, their camera settings. Uh, what they've done, um, where they've flown, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's all about, as you said, educating, but but just sharing experiences. And let's face it, there's some great experiences to be had using a drone, not just from a commercial point of view, but even from just a pure personal point of view. I mean, you know, you go away on holidays, you can get some fantastic photographs that you wouldn't normally get remember your holiday by or, or share with your friends. And it's, it's just a matter of being smart about it and obviously giving that little bit of extra information to educate people that this photo is, is, is a good photo, a photo that's been taken without really breaching any rules, even though it might have you wondering whether they have. Mm. That also leads into, you know, flying around the general public. Um, what we've found as the groups and what I've personally found is there's three types of people. There's one who don't care about your drone. There's one who do care and come up and initially show some reservation 
those people we like to sit down and show this is what we're doing, show them the screen, show them what it can do, and then they walk away with a better knowledge and a better understanding, not only of the drone, but of the community. We, Melbourne Drone Flyers, uh, created resource cards with the logo on one side, and if you turn it over, it has some general tips on flying, some CASA regulations. So we can just hand, hand these out to the general public to show and to guide them. And the third one is the person who just does not like drones, do, do not like it, uh, find that they're against privacy and everything else. You mean, and you mean those that think drones are the root of all evil? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and I've experienced those people. I've experienced those people with dogs. Um, and my advice when I've been asked is to land your, your drone safely. Don't, you know engage them too much unless they do something silly, land your drone safely and, and just walk away. It's just not worth it. In my experience, you get to know pretty quickly, you know, if they're going to be engaged in, you know, open discussion or if they just uh, shut off. And that's fine. Some people will be like that. Some people will have that perception. And there's nothing that you will say that will, that will change their minds. No. And, I mean, there's a fine line between... Um, winning the argument and winning the peace, isn't he? Correct. Phil, Correct. I want to thank you for your time today. It's, it's, no worries. It's thank you for inviting chatting. me on. I hope we can have a few more chats in the future to talk about all the exciting things that are happening in, in this ever-growing UAD industry. Sounds good. If I could just take liberty, um, if anyone around would like to join, uh, as I said, we, we have groups in, in every state. It's basically based on Melbourne Drone Flyers, Sydney Drone Flyers, Perth Drone Flyers, um, Tasmanian Drone Flyers, that sort of thing. We welcome everyone. Is there a Brisbane Drone Flyers? There's a Brisbane Drone Flyers. There's a Darwin Drone Flyers. There's an Adelaide Drone Flyers. So basically every state of this great country is covered. Every state. Every state. You're doing a good job, Phil. Uh, all our admins are. It's, it's not all about me. Uh, I set these up to be particularly the interstate ones with all the admins besides myself are all part of that state. So they know that state, they know the locations and they can engage people in that state. Fantastic. Well, there you go. Get on to drone flyers, whatever city you're in, get involved with the group and learn how to be a great, safe UAV operator. Thanks for your time again, Phil. Bye for now. Thanks very much. Cheers. Well, that's all for this episode. Remember to subscribe to the Drone Chat podcast. Join our Facebook group, Safe Droning Australia, and visit the website, safedroningaustralia.com.au, to sign up for our monthly newsletter, UAV news, tips, special deals, and details about upcoming podcasts. Thanks for listening. Until next time, happy and safe flying, everyone.